Hi, it's Rainy G with the Holistic Health Hotline, which is also very much political because uh, health and politics seem to go together, don't they? I have a lot to talk about today. They're gonna. This is going to be a little bit long. Cut it in half if you want. Listen a little, but I have to do it because I've been busy with a lot of veteran suicides and other things, and um, there's so much going on that people who aren't on social media need to hear. So this goes out on the podcast and on iTunes and places like that. So maybe it'll reach a few kids. I'm not sure. I want to start with um, something that was read to Congress in 1963 on January 10th. You remember what else happened that year in November? Uh, People who aren't old enough, look it up. Somebody got assassinated in November of that year. But this was included in the the record. Um, It's an excerpt from a book uh, which is called The the Current, Current Communist Goals by Cleon Skousen, I think. But anyway, I'm going to read several of them to you so that you understand what's going on here. Um, Number one, just to start it off, because we were in uh, hot zones during the 60s, U.S. acceptance of coexistence as the only alternative to atomic war. U.S. willingness to capitulate in preference to engaging in an atomic war. Number three, develop the illusion that total disarmament by the United States would be a demonstration of moral strength. Number four, permit free trade between all nations, regardless of communist affiliation and regardless of whether or not items could be used for war. Extension of long-term loans to Russia and Soviet satellites. Number six, provide American aid to all nations, regardless of communist domination. Seven, grant recognition of Red China, admission of Red China to the U.N. Eight, set up East and West Germany as separate states in spite of Khrushchev's promise to settle the German question by free elections. Number nine, prolong the conferences to ban atomic tests because the United States has agreed to suspend tests. Ten, allow all Soviet satellites individual representation in the UN. Here's a good one for what's going on today. Eleven, promote the UN as the only hope for mankind. If its charter is rewritten, demand that it be set up as a one-world government with its own independent armed forces. Okay, listen to that carefully. Some communist leaders believe the world can be taken over as easily by the UN as by anybody else. At the time, it was Moscow. Sometimes the UN and Moscow compete with each other. Okay, 12. Resist any attempt to outlaw the Communist Party. 13. Do away with all loyalty oaths, which means I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. Do away with that. 14. Continue giving Russia access to the U.S. Patent Office and China now. 15. Capture one or both of the political parties in the United States. That's basically been done. 16. Use technical decisions of the courts to weaken basic American institutions by claiming their activities violate civil rights. So every institution we have, including the Supreme Court, um, is under attack. Number 18, gain control of all student newspapers. That's a given. 19, use student riots to foment public protests against programs or organizations which are under communist attack. There's a reason that they closed the schools and the colleges for this COVID-19 thing. Get that that under control in your minds, because that's what's happening. Number 20, infiltrate the press. Get control of book review assignments, editorial writing, and policy-making positions. 21, gain control of key positions in radio, TV, and motion pictures. The new vice president of Fox News was Joe Biden's uh, campaign manager. 
22. Continue discrediting American culture by degrading all forms of artistic expression. An American communist cell was told to eliminate all good sculpture from parks and buildings. Substitute shapeless, awkward, and meaningless forms. That was especially strong during the Obama era with his uh, artwork that got out there. Number 23. Control art critics and directors of art museums. Our plan is to promote ugliness, repulsive, meaningless art. If you ever look at John Podesta's art, and then we get into the pedophilia stuff. That'll make you just a little bit nuts. Um, number 24, eliminate all laws governing obscenity by calling them censorship and a violation of free speech and free press. Break down cultural standards of morality by promoting, promoting pornography and obscenity in books, magazines, motion pictures, radio, and TV. Boy, have we seen that. Back in uh, 68 when I was in the Marines... I was a communications engineer. I had to follow FCC guidelines. You couldn't say a bad word over the air. You were in big trouble. Look what we have done since then. That was 1968. Okay? Like 52 years ago, or 51, whatever it is. But a little over 50 years ago, they started breaking down all these standards. And look where we are today. Number 26, present homosexuality, degeneracy, and promiscuity as normal, natural, and healthy. And now... They are promoting pedophilia as normal, natural, and healthy. 27. Infiltrate the churches and replace revealed religion with social religion. Discredit the Bible. Emphasize the need for intellectual maturity, which does not need a religious crutch. 28. Eliminate prayer. Now, you notice what's happening in California. You can go out and riot. You can go hold protests, but you can't go to church. And now, Nancy Pelosi's nephew, Governor Newsom, yes, that's the nephew, says you can't even have a Bible study in your house. Eliminate prayer or any phase of religious expression in the schools on the grounds that it violates the principle of separation of church and state. <coughs> well, that's already happened, too. Number 29, discredit the American Constitution by calling it inadequate, old-fashioned, out of step with modern needs. Have you heard Pelosi recently and Schumer? Um... Okay, 30, discredit the American Founding Fathers, present them as selfish aristocrats who had no concern for the common man. You saw that, boy, at Mount Rushmore on July 4th, 3rd, but 4th. 31, belittle all forms of American culture, discourage the teaching of American history on the grounds it was only a minor part of the big picture. Give more emphasis to Russian and China, China history since the communists took over. Do you, have you looked at a textbook lately? Have you seen what's in the textbooks? Did you hear Obama say that Islam is the fabric that built the United States? They've done all these things, people, and they're still working on it. They're still doing it, and so many more people are falling for it. Number 32, support any socialist movement to give centralized control over any part of the culture, education, social agencies, welfare programs, mental health clinics, etc. 33, eliminate all laws or procedures which interfere with the operation of the communist apparatus. Eliminate the House Committee on Un-American Activities. When you remember Joe McCarthy, he was trying to warn everybody. You know, they got rid of that. Discredit and eventually dismantle the FBI. Well, it's been discredited but, and dismantled, but it stayed in place with a corrupt remantling, if you want to call it that. We know about Comey. We know about Christopher Wray. We know about all these people who tried to take over the United States and unseat a duly elected president. 36, infiltrate and gain control of more unions. They got them all, I think. Infiltrate and gain control of big business. They got a lot of that, too. 
38, transfer some of the powers of arrest from the police to social agencies. That's number 38. This was in 1963. Treat all behavior problems as psychiatric disorders, which no one but psychiatrists can understand or treat. That's defund the police. 39, dominate the psychiatric profession and use mental health laws as a means of gaining coercive control over those who oppose communist goals. 40, discredit the family as an institution. Encourage promiscuity and easy divorce. The blacks fell for that, didn't they? How many fatherless families are out there who are black? 41, emphasize the need to raise children away from the negative influence of parents. That was Hillary Clinton. It takes a village, not the parents. It takes a village of other people. Attribute prejudices, mental blocks, and retarding of children to suppressive influence of parents. 42, create the impression that violence and insurrection are legitimate aspects of the American tradition, that students in special interest groups should rise up and use united force to solve economic, political, or social problems. Well, look at Portland, look at Seattle, look at Minneapolis. 43, overthrow all colonial governments before native populations are ready for self-government. Internationalize the Panama Canal. Thank you, Jimmy Carter. Gave that away. 45, repeal the Connolly Reservation so the United States cannot prevent the World Court from seizing jurisdiction over domestic problems. In other words, the United Nations should be in charge, and that's what they want. If you don't understand or see that this is what's going on across the country and across the globe, um, maybe this will help you do that. Now I want you to think about something else. <clears throat> um, Pizzagate is out there, and everybody says it's just a conspiracy theory. Well... How come so many people then are getting arrested and suddenly, you know, committing suicide like Epstein? Okay, it's real. It isn't a right-wing conspiracy. It's always been real. Look at Wayfair if you think that news makes you sick because what you're seeing is just a small piece of a huge puzzle. It runs deep. People laughed at, at Pizzagate. Human trafficking is real. Elite pedophilia is real. Organ harvesting is real. Planned Parenthood. Margaret Sanger, very racist, said very directly in many quotes that they wanted to get rid of the Negro population. But what do blacks do? They support it. And, and so do all of these other entities I talked about with the communists take over the United States. This is not new. It's not something that just started. It's been going on for years. Okay? It's happening all over, and more, all over the world. It involves Hollywood, politicians, the rich, people you look, who you usually would look up to, or, you know, icons. Okay? It's hard to wrap your hand around it. It's hard to imagine. The International Labor Organization estimates 40.3 million human trafficking victims globally. And how often? Every year. If you think it's still a hoax, don't want to come to terms, um, ask yourself this. Everyone knew about Epstein. Everyone. Oprah and Ellen, The View, politicians, they all knew and said nothing. People were calling Little St. James Pedophile Island since Epstein purchased the island in 1998. They were calling it Little St. James Pedophile Island. Okay? With that knowledge, why did Bill Clinton and Obama visit that island multiple times? Why did the locals report seeing dozens of young kids being, being taken across there, which means across the water, for years? Why was Bill Gates a regular visitor there? Prince Andrew? You mean to tell me all these men and women went to this island for one big party, knowing what they knew about him? It wasn't a secret. What was Epstein using the underground tunnels for? How about just Lane Maxwell? Did you know she owned a submarine company? 
Do, do you know she has her sub-pilot license? What could she possibly need a submarine pilot license for? You know, they, they've found all these tunnels, and they've also, also found lots of skeletons and bones. Tell me it's not real. Let's uh, talk about the Clintons a little bit. Did you know the Terramar Project was founded by the Clinton Foundation? Located in the Lynn de Rothschild property in Manhattan? You know about Anderson Cooper from CNN, right? You know who his mother was. You know what happened in the Biltmore basement pool? Do you know that? Did you know that Chelsea Clinton and Ghislaine Maxwell are, are very close? They vacationed together. And Chelsea didn't know? Remember when her wedding was paid for with money that was supposed to feed starving Haitian children? Do you know how many Haitian children were stolen from Haiti? And how the Haitian people hate Hillary and Bill and Obama, and they try to tell people, and nobody listens because the complicit media, which was overtaken, was the number 17 or 32 or whatever it was on the list I gave you, all paid for. Okay. Why did Hillary put Ghislaine's nephew in charge of key Middle East policy decisions when she ran the State Department, the one overseeing U.S.-Libya policy that got an ambassador killed? He had no credentials for that. What about the Podesta emails? What was up with John and Tony Podesta's artwork? Have you ever looked it up? Have you ever seen it? Would you own any of it? Who would? Hold on. Why would Obama buy $65,000 worth of taxpayer money, taxpayers' money, to have hot dogs fly in from Chicago for a private party? $65,000 worth of hot dogs? Who is James Elefantis? Look it up. A-L-E-F-A-N-T-I-S a pizza restaurant owner in D.C. who happens to be named one of the most powerful people in D.C., a man who owns a pizza place is the most powerful, one of the most powerful people in D.C. He has close ties with the Clintons, Obama, Epstein. Have you seen his Instagram? Oh, you probably haven't. Have you looked up the art that's in his pizza place? You want your kids seeing that stuff? What about the dark web login to get into his site and order pizza that costs thousands of dollars? Oh, that was taken down, so you can't look that up. What is a pizza place owner doing communicating with the White House? What about the Hollywood actor that walked into Comet Pizza and shot at a locked closet door? The same closet that housed his PC. What about Anthony Weiner? All the emails found on his laptop. You know, the New York Police Department held on to that laptop, and they got sick. They threw up. They were upset at what they saw in there. Well, I can't remember now if it's 11 out of 15 or 13 out of 18 are all dead. Okay? You telling me that Huma Abedin, who was uh, Clinton's whatever she was next, next to her, her best friend there, she had no knowledge of what was going on? Huma and her friend had no clue about this 15-year-old girl? What about the folder that was on there called life insurance? You know the one that housed Frazzle Drip with Huma and Hillary? The same Huma and Hillary, um, who at the time, nine police department people committed suicide? after watching the video. Speaking of suicide, why have seven, 57 people, and now probably more, who were former colleagues and associates of Hillary Clinton ended up dead in the past 30 years? 15 died of suicide, eight in a plane, car, or motorcycle accident, and 14 have been found mysteriously murdered. All of these people had info that could have hurt the Clinton's career. I don't even have 57 friends, let alone know 57 people that I need to add to a hit list or who have committed suicide. Why is James Comey's daughter the lead prosecutor on the Epstein sex trafficking case? 
How come the CEO of Reddit, Helen Powell, admitted they knew just Lane supplied underage girls for Epstein and his pedo buddies? The Norwegian royal family is implicated. Why? Not surprising, considering Prince Andrew. What about Oprah's mentor, John of God and Weinstein? You mean to tell me Oprah didn't know? Have you ever heard of the NX-IBM case? Now she pleaded guilty. They were just running a sex cult where Smallville actress Allison Mack was arrested and indicted. What about Laura Silsby, the woman who was tried in Haiti for trying to sneak and kidnap 30 children to bring them to the U.S.? Clinton's used executive orders to bring her back without being charged. Guess who changed their legal name and is in charge of Amber Alert? Laura Slilsby. But that's, let's not mention that. Look her up. S-I-L-S-B-Y. She's in charge of Amber Alert. Now, what is that about? You figure it out. How about the McMartin Preschool, the Franklin cover-up, Seth Rich, Isaac Cappy, Boys Town, The Finders? Ah... Uh, how about Dan Danish Hastert? Do you know him? D-E-N-I-S-H. Hastert. A-H-A-S-T-E-R-T. Good buddies with Podesta. How about Robert Menendez, Mike Fulmer, prominent Democratic donor Terry Bean, David Byrd, George Byrd, all known prominent pedophiles. And that's not even a little bit of what's going on. It's so much more. It runs very deep, okay? Okay, so that's the pedophilia stuff that's going on. That's the communist stuff that's going on, this COVID-19, if you don't understand that it, it was planned, okay? Fauci is a Hillary lover. He loves her, donates to her. Said in 2015, he got the patent. Said in 2017, there'll be a surprise around 2020. Gee, what happened? What does um, Nancy Pelosi say? Trump won't be president in 2020. One way or another, she said. Okay, which is that way? Let's see. Couldn't impeach him. Tried to use this. Uh, couldn't do it with the, the Russian stuff. And now we've got a, a virus that she's trying to destroy the economy with. You know, these people travel to China and other places. What did Obama do? Followed uh, Trump around everywhere talking to world leaders when he shouldn't have. He and Kerry violate the Logan Act all the time. Okay, so that's a lot to run your head, wrap your head around. You don't have to run anything. I was just going to say this runs very deep, and so that's, that's what that became. Anyway, do you know what Trump has done? Let's move over to Trump. All these people saying from the left that all he does is golf. Give me a break, okay? Uh, let me go down this list. This is probably things you don't hear unless you listen to OAN, which is One American News, because you won't get it anywhere else. And that's what they're counting on, people being misled by this corrupt media, and it is, so that you don't know what's really happening, okay? Native Americans, I'm part Native American, you all know that. Trump recently signed three bills. One gives compensation to the Spokane tribe for loss of their lands in the mid-1900s. One funds native language programs, and the third gives federal recognition to the Little Shell tribe of Chippewa Indians in Montana. He finalized the creation of Space Force as our sixth military branch. He signed a law to make cruelty to animals a federal felony so that animal abusers face tougher consequences. <sighs> Violent crime has fallen every year he's been in office after rising during the two years before he was elected. He signed a bill making CBD and hemp legal. You know I'm a hemp activist from way back. Washington wanted us all to grow hemp because it's got all the natural properties in it for our CBD 
receptors to make us healthy. But, you know, the Democrats got rid of that. We had to make paper and tear down all the trees. Um, Trump's EPA gave $100 million to fix the water infrastructure problem in Flint, Michigan. How many years did that go on before anybody did anything? In 2018, the U.S. surpassed Russia and Saudi Arabia to become the world's largest producer of crude oil. How many decades did we rely on someone else, Saudi Arabia especially? He signed a law ending the gag orders on pharmacists that prevented them from sharing money-saving information. He signed the Allow States and Victims to Fight Online Sex Trafficking Act, that's called FOSTA, which includes the Stop Enabling Sex Traffickers Act, which is SESTA. They give law enforcement and victims new tools to fight this global, terrible thing. He signed a bill to require airports to provide spaces for breastfeeding moms. Hey, moms out there, did you even know that? The 25% lowest paid Americans enjoyed a 4.5% income boost in 2019. How about that? Low-wage workers are benefiting from higher minimum wages. Uh, And corporations are increasing entry-level pay. He signed the biggest wilderness protection and conservation bill in a decade and designated 375,000 acres as protected land. He signed the Save Our Seas Act, which funds $10 million per year to clean tons of plastic and garbage from the ocean. And he's probably going to have to sign another one now to clean up all the... I'm sorry, there's lots going on here. Anyway, he's probably going to have to sign another bill to clean up all the toxic face masks and gloves that are thrown and strewn everywhere now. If this is such a deadly virus, why aren't all these things hazardous materials? He, oh brother, he signed a bill allowing some drug imports from Canada so prescription prices would go down. He signed an EO, an executive order, forces all health care providers to disclose the cost of their services so Americans can comparison shop. Uh, he said no American should be blindsided by bills for medical services that never agreed to in advance. Hospitals will now be required to post their standard charges for services, which include the discounted price a hospital is willing to accept. In the eight years prior to Trump's inauguration, prescription drug prices increased by an average of 3.6% per year. Since he was inaugurated, drug prices have seen year-over-year declines in nine of the last ten months, with a 1.1% drop as of the most recent month. He created a White House VA hotline to help veterans and staffed it with veterans and direct family members. I take care of a lot of suicidal veterans, and I don't get paid for it, but I'm so glad he's doing that. VA employees, Veterans Association employees, are being held accountable for poor performance, and I've had experience with that. Uh, He's removed more than 4,000 employees, demoted and suspended so far. Tell you what, I've run into some really incompetent, corrupt people at the VA. There's some good ones as always, but I I don't even want to go into what happens at the VA. He issued an executive order requiring the Secretaries of Defense, Homeland Security, and Veterans Affairs to submit a joint plan to provide veterans access to mental health treatment as they transition to civilian life. Now, my father was a veteran, my brother was a veteran, I'm a veteran. We all transitioned to civilian life. We all went through wars, World War II, Vietnam, Korea, And my father probably had PTSD of some sort, but he was trained by his family, by his parents, to deal with these things. So was I, because I was his daughter. I was trained also. 
and I probably have some PTSD issues. But, but, I didn't go nuts. I didn't try to kill myself. It wasn't something that said, oh, oh my God, it was terrible. And no, my brother either. And he was on the helicopters that picked up a lot of those limbless guys that were his friends. Um, but our kids today, I tell you what, they don't know what it means to deal with things. They don't. They never had to. They just had to show up. Okay. Um, he signed a bill in 2020, championed it anyway. Most federal employees will see their pay increase by an average of 3.1%. That's the largest raise in more than 10 years. He signed into law up to 12 weeks of paid parental leave for millions of federal workers. They'll provide HIV prevention drugs for free to 200,000 uninsured patients per year for 11 years. Trump signed an order allowing small businesses to group together when buying insurance to get a better price. Group insurance is always cheaper. He signed the Preventing Maternal Deaths Act that provides funding for states to develop maternity mortality reviews to better understand maternal complications and identify solutions. Uh, and he focuses some of that on reducing the higher mortality rates for black, black Americans. In 2018, he signed the First Step Act, a criminal justice bill which enacted reforms that make our justice system fairer and help former inmates successfully return to society. And we've seen that happen. Um, the First Step Act expanded judicial discretion in sentencing of nonviolent crimes. Over 90% of those benefiting from the retroactive sentencing reductions in the First Step Act are black Americans. The First Step Step Act provides rehabilitative programs to inmates, helping them successfully rejoin society and not return to crime. He increased funding for historically black colleges and universities, HBCUs, by more than 14%. He signed legislation for giving Hurricane Katrina debt that threatened HBCUs. New single-family home sales went up 31.6% in October 2019, compared to a year before that. He made HBCUs, that's, that's the historically black colleges and universities, a priority by creating the position of executive director of the White House Initiative on them. He received the Bipartisan Justice Award at a historically black college for his criminal justice reform accomplishments. The poverty rate fell to a 17-year low of 11.8% under his administration as a result of a jobs-rich environment. Poverty rates for African Americans, Hispanic Americans reached their lowest levels since the U.S. began collecting such data. He signed a bill that created five national monuments, expanded several national parks, added 1.3 million acres of wilderness, and permanently reauthorized the Land and Water Conservation Fund. His USDA committed $124 million to rebuild rural, rural water infrastructure. Consumer confidence in small business, what confidence was at an all-time high. More than 7 million jobs created since his election, more Americans employed than ever, more than 400,000 manufacturing jobs, and then what? China, Pelosi, Schumer, Soros, Obama, and we have a virus. Trump appointed five openly gay ambassadors. Trump ordered Rick Rennell, his openly gay ambassador to Germany, to lead a global initiative to decriminalize homosexuality across the globe. So I don't want to hear how he's anti-gay, how he's racist, how he's all these things, because he does all these things to prove otherwise. His actions are way different from what you're hearing from mainstream media. Through his anti-trafficking coordination team, Federal law enforcement more than doubled convictions of human traffickers and increased the number of defendants charged by 75%. If you look at all of the administrations prior to his, 
Oh, they arrest 110, maybe 51, maybe 64. He's got thousands he's arrested. And that's for our children and our grandchildren. In 2018, the Department of Justice dismantled an organization that was the Internet's leading source of prostitution-related advertisements that result in sex trafficking. His OMB published new anti-trafficking guidance so that they can more effectively combat human trafficking. His Immigration and Customs Enforcement and Homeland Security investigations arrested 1,588 criminals who were associated with trafficking children and women. Oh, God. Anyway... Uh, the hotline that he got going to identify perpetrators, give victims the help they needed, identified 16,862 potential human trafficking cases, and that's a low number. We're losing 800,000 kids a year. <sighs> Trump's DOJ provided grants to organizations to support human trafficking victims, serving nearly 9,000 cases in one year. The Department of Homeland Security hired more victim assistance specialists, helping victims get resources and support. He's called on Congress to pass school choice legislation so no child is trapped in a failing school because of their zip code. He signed fund funding legislation in September of 2018 that increased funding for school choice by $42 million. The tax cuts signed into law by Trump promote school choice by allowing families to use 529 college savings plans for elementary and secondary edu education. Under his leadership, ISIS lost most of their territory and been largely dismantled. ISIS leader Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi was killed. He signed the first Perkins CTE Reauthorizing Act since 2006, one billion for states each year to fund vocational and career education programs. He expanded apprenticeship opportunities. He's issued an executive order prohibiting the U.S. government from discriminating against Christians or punishing expressions of faith. He signed an EO that allows the government to withhold money from college campuses deemed to be anti-Semitic or who failed to combat anti-Semitism. He ordered a halt to U.S. tax money going to international organizations that fund or perform abortions. He imposed sanctions on the socialists in Venezuela who killed their citizens. He finalized new trade agreements with South Korea, made a deal with the European Union to increase U.S. energy exports to Europe, withdrew, withdrew the U.S. from the job-killing TPP deal secured $250 billion in new trade and investment deals in China and $12 billion in Vietnam, okayed up to $12 billion in aid for farmers affected by unfair trade retaliation, has had over a dozen U.S. hostages freed, including those Obama could not get freed. He signed the Music Modernization Act, the biggest change to copyright, copyright law in decades. He secured billions that will fund the building of a wall at our southern border. He's promoting second-chance hiring to give former inmates the opportunity to live crime-free lives and find meaningful employment. His DOJ and Board of Prisons launched a new ready-to-work initiative to help connect employers directly with former prisoners. His historic tax cut legislation included new Opportunity Zone incentives to promote investment in low-income communities across the country. 8,764 communities across the country have been designated so far as Opportunity Zones. They're expected to spur over $100 billion in long-term private capital investment in economically distressed communities. He directed the Education sec Secretary to end Common Core. He signed the 9-11 Victims Compensation Fund into law. He signed a measure funding prevention programs for veteran suicide. Thank you. Companies have brought back over a trillion dollars from overseas because of the TCIA bill that he signed. Manufacturing jobs growing the fastest rate in more than 30 years. Stock market keeps going up, even though the Dems hate it. Median household income hit the highest level ever. African-American unemployment, all-time low. Hispanic-American unemployment, all-time low. 
Asian American unemployment, all-time low. Women's unemployment rate, 65-year low. Youth unemployment, 50-year low. The lowest unemployment rate ever recorded until Pelosi, Schumer, Soros, Obama, Clinton, of course, because she's behind a lot of this stuff, brought the virus to America. The pledge to America's workers has resulted in employers committing to train more than 4 million Americans. 95% of U.S. manufacturers are optimistic about the future, the highest ever. As a result of the tax bill, small businesses have the lowest top marginal tax rate in more than 80 years. A record number of regulations eliminated that hurt small businesses. He signed welfare reform, requiring able-bodied adults who don't have children to work or look for work if they're on welfare. Under Trump, the FDI approved more affordable generic drugs than ever before in history. He reformed Medicare programs to stop hospitals from overcharging low-income seniors on their drugs, saving seniors hundreds of millions of dollars. He signed the Right to Try legislation, allowing terminally ill patients to try experimental treatment that wasn't allowed before. He secured $6 billion in new funding to fight the opioid epidemic. He signed the VA Choice Act and VA Accountability Act. Okay, U.S. oil production reached all-time highs. We're less dependent pretty soon, dependent on no one. The U.S. is a net natural gas exporter for the first time since 1957. NATO allies increased their defense spending because he pressured them. He said, pay your part. He withdrew the United States from the Paris Climate Accord in 2017, and, they, and the U.S. still led the world by having the largest reduction in carbon emissions. He has a circus judge nom nominees being confirmed faster than any other. He had a Supreme Court justices Neil Gorsuch and Brett Kavanaugh confirmed. He moved the U.S. Embassy in Israel to Jerusalem. He agreed to a new trade deal with Mexi Mexico and Canada, which is now in effect. The USMCA. He reached a breakthrough agreement with the EU to increase exports. He imposed tariffs on China in, on, in response to their forced technology transfer, intellectual property theft and their chronically abusive trade practices. Okay, so China agreed to the deal while they were doing dealing, doing deals and dealing behind everybody's back with the Democrats so that they could release this virus from the Huan lab. It's the Chinese virus, but it's also the congressional virus. He signed legislation to improve the National Suicide Hotline, the most comprehensive child care cancer legislation ever, the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, doubled the maximum amount of the child tax credit available to parents, lifted the income limits so more people could claim it. He created a new tax credit for other dependents. He signed into law a $2.4 billion funding increase for Child Care Development Fund. Um, goes on and on. He signed the Autism Collaboration Accountability Research Education and Support Act, which is called CARES. It allocates $1.8 in funding over the next five years to help people with autism. 2019, he signed into law two funding packages providing nearly $19 million in new funding for lupus-specific programs and education, as well as additional $41.7 billion in funding for the National Institutes of Health, which um, that's for lupus, but I disagree with a lot the National Institute of Health does. Okay, um, he'll be signing, and he probably already has, the anti-robocall law in the, called the Traced Act, and the Traced Act will extend the period of time the FCC has to catch and punish those who break telemarketing restrictions. It also requires voice service providers to develop a framework to, to verify calls that are legitimate before they reach your phone. The stock market <clears throat> continually rises regardless of this COVID crap that's going on. So 
you know, that's a lot to wrap your head around in whatever length of time this is now, like 30 minutes maybe, maybe more. But, um, but it's got to get out there, people, because the mainstream media will not tell you the truth. They won't let anyone else know. There's a lot of people who aren't on social media. They don't follow anyone on, on Facebook, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. They're all biased anyway with their um, fact checkers, who, by the way, are all Democrats, all supported by Soros, who said he was going to make sure that no matter what, that he made sure that Trump would not get elected and that the Internet would not support it. So he's put in something like $220 million to make sure that doesn't happen. So you're being lied to, you're being coerced, you're being led. Um, if you're black, you're being used again. And the propaganda's out there. There's a reason that they closed all the schools. There's a reason that they allowed people to protest and riot. There's a reason that Black Lives Matter suddenly popped up in scores of cities, all with the same T-shirts on all being supplied with bricks, and more recently, baseball bats, so they could attack police. Remember what I read to you in the beginning about the communist goals, okay? Get rid of the police, okay? Anybody that um, interferes with the operation of the communist apparatus, discredit and, and dismantle it all. Gain control of everything. And then transfer the police to social agencies. So they can just assume then, if you're against communism, you've got a mental problem and we can lock you up. Um, get, a, get a handle on all this. Wrap your head around it. I do spend a lot of time with suicidal veterans and I'm going to ask them here, stop killing yourselves. Every time you kill yourself, you kill a part of us, another veteran. You kill our hearts. You kill the souls of those who died defending this country. Um, stop. There's no need for it. Yes, it's hard. Life is tough. It always was. You knew that. You always knew that. Most of us have worked since we were 10, 12, 16 years old. Not like the kids today. Most of us who did go to college took out loans and paid them back. Most of us who couldn't go to college, I did go, but those who couldn't, many of them got jobs and worked hard, and many of them joined the service. Okay, there's most of these kids out there today couldn't last in any of the service branches for one week, I don't think, because they don't know how to work, they don't know how to respect, they don't know what self-respect is to begin with, and it's time they learned. And I'm calling on the parents, I don't care if you're 60s, 80 years old, I don't care. You've got kids out there who are messed up. They think America is no good. They think that communism is the way to go, that socialism is so wonderful. Okay, take them to Venezuela. You wanna pay for something instead of paying for their cell phones and everything else? Pay for a trip to Venezuela. Tell them to stay there for a couple of weeks and enjoy themselves. Don't, don't send them on spring breaks and, and vacations to wherever. And stop paying for their cell phones anyway. Let them learn what it's like. I didn't get paid anything. I didn't make an allowance. I had to work. Okay? I worked even before school and after school every day. And I got paid and then I paid room and board at home. Because I had to learn the value of a dollar and the value of work. And I've always had a good, strong work ethic because of it. In fact, I was just awarded um, a Lifetime Achievement Award for things that I've done. Uh, the Albert T. Nelson Marquis Lifetime Achievement Award. And I had to look at the summary they did of my life, and I said, my goodness, I, I've been busy. Okay? I've done a lot of things. And 
and I'm proud of those things. I don't brag about them, and I don't want a plaque. I told them, no, I don't want a plaque. What am I going to do with a plaque? After I die, they throw all the plaques away. I've got zillions of them. But here's the thing, guys. Tell your kids this. I was out on my own when I was 10, almost 11. I figured out how to live in a part of the cemetery that nobody ever goes to. And that's where I built my little cardboard shackled house in between two bushes, a tree, and behind two headstones with a little wall that made my corner. And that's where I lived for seven years. I went to school. I worked three jobs, sometimes more in the summer. I paid, I saved, I learned how to save for a hamburger and a chocolate milkshake. I learned how to do it. I never destroyed anyone's property. I never hit anyone. I've raised 11 children, not all mine, and I've never hit one. I've had animals, I've never hit one. I've never got violent. I learned because God was with me, and I followed those rules. I had uh, my youngest once in the car when things were going on in Saudi Arabia and somebody was going to get flogged, and people were talking about how they were getting flogged for destroying cars. They, they vandalized cars, and I'm like, what, why did you do that? Oh, it's fun. Yeah, right? Well, my little girl, I think she was five or six, is in the car. And she heard the radio, and I realized she was listening to it, and I turned it off. And she looked at me, and she goes, I'm so glad we have rules. And I said, what are you talking about? She says, well, we have like ten, right? Something like that, or seven. Like, don't kill, don't steal. She was talking about the Ten Commandments. And I thought, how simple is that? You follow the Ten Commandments. If you, It doesn't matter how you go from there, if you're a Christian or non-Christian, but you believe in God, but you don't believe in Jesus, I, I, don't, I don't want to go there. Follow the Ten Commandments, okay? Don't cheat, don't steal, don't kill, don't covet, don't worry about what everybody else has. Have a relationship with the one who created you. And when you have that relationship, like I did every morning in that cemetery, I got up every morning and I said, what are we going to do today? I'll help you if you help me. And I've lived 70 years now, and I look at the summary that they did on me for this award, and I'm like, well, you know, I followed that pretty well. Never killed anybody, never hurt anybody, um, never destroyed any property. I taught every child that I was involved with to respect those, that property. It doesn't matter if it costs more on this side of the street than it does on the other. It's somebody's property, you know? We got brought up a little differently then, and I'm calling on parents to go back there. Bring God back. Bring the Ten Commandments back. If nothing else, the golden rule. Because these kids are lost. They're very lost souls. They think that they're going to get paid by Soros to go and destroy things. Who gets paid to destroy things? Who does? And the racism stuff that's going on, think about it. Black people out there follow me. I have a lot of black friends. I had black friends when I was in school before... Anyone else knew that you, that you that there were black people? We had a few in our class. I was always friends. There were some racists in my class. Oh, yeah. The elites were there. They hated black people. They called them names. They did all those things. But this was the 60s. It's the beginning of the Civil Rights Movement when people were learning that this young country that we so love, that we live in, was struggling with racism. We did a good job. We did pretty well. We had all this stuff calm down until 2008. And then it started rising again, and the anti-cop stuff started rising. Yes, there are corrupt policemen. There's corruption everywhere these days. But I'll tell you what, 
I sat on the corner once when I was trying to walk home from kindergarten, and it was a policeman who stopped and said, where do you live and what's your name? And I said, I don't talk to strangers. And eventually he figured out who I was and he took me home. Now he didn't have to do that. He could have just said, yeah, there's some junky kid out there by herself and who cares? I could have been picked up by anybody. And I, ever since that day, I've had total respect for policemen. Oh, they give me hassles. They've stopped me on the road. I sped once and, and didn't mean to and still got a ticket, things like that. But the thing is, I respect their authority. Their job is to have the authority to stop me from breaking the law. So if I don't break the law, I don't have to worry about what authority they have because they're out dealing with people who do break the law. The law is how we live in this country. That's what the Constitution is. That's the rule of law. The Constitution is the rule of law. We have our rights. We have our inalienable rights. We have our Declaration of Independence, which is you know, talks about what we are endowed with by our Creator, and they do use the word Creator. Um, and we have the Constitution. The Constitution has amendments. We have that's the Bill of Rights. Learn what these things are. Don't let them talk you into believing that these are not real documents, that they have nothing to do with our present system or our present country. That's what our country is built on. So I hope that this wasn't too much for you. I hope if it was, you'd go back and listen to it again. You know, it's about, I don't know, 26 pages here, something like that. Um, a lot of, of talking points, I guess, bullet, bulleted things that need to be said. A lot of things people never heard of, and you're going to hear more. The sex trafficking thing is global. It's huge. It's the biggest racket that was ever, ever, ever seen globally, and especially in the United States. The sex trafficking, the human trafficking, the body part selling and harvesting that's going on through Planned Parenthood, through, through our borders, through everybody you can think of, and especially the Hollywood elite. That's what's going to blow your mind when you find out who's arrested and who dies because of what they've done to children. If you don't know what adrenochrome is, look it up. Okay? That's what they drink. And yes, they do. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's not a hoax. It's real. Look for red shoes. Look for the, the things like Miley Cyrus and, and um, Katy Perry and these people when they do their ads or on their, their albums. Look at how they look. Drinking blood with children next to them drinking blood. Okay, watch this stuff. Look what happened at the Super Bowl last year. There's satanic worship going on. Now, all these people have sold their souls to the devil and the devil loves it. I don't care if you don't believe in the devil or Jesus or any of that stuff. You know there's good and evil. you got to know at least that much. And evil is showing its head everywhere. And the reason is because we've had such good things going on that evil can't stand that. Okay, so look into your friend's eyes. Look into your own. Look in the mirror. And know that we have a lot of work to do. We have a lot of praying to do. We have to save this country. Not for us anymore. For those children and grandchildren that are so lost right now. So confused and lost. And they're so confused and lost that the, the people who, who want us to become the sheep want them to be masked so they can't speak. Look at where the masks were used before. During slavery times, you wore a mask. So we have millions of slaves right now in the United States doing exactly what they're being told to do. Fine, if that's what you feel like because you're filled with fear, 
do what you need to do, but know where it's coming from, know where the fear is coming from, know the truth. My motto has always been, the earth is my church, love is my religion, and truth is my road. Follow that. Now, if you want to share this, it'll be on iTunes and Pod Podomatic. And there are also, uh, I don't know, 157 or something podcasts I've done in the past about politics, about health, essential oil, I mean, just all kinds of them. And you can look them up under my name, R-E-Y-N-A, G-A-N-G-I, or Raina G, or Holistic Health Hotline, you'll find them. Years worth. Lots and lots of listening. Okay, I hope I'll be back. I have no idea. My life is so full of, of lost souls and people that need help. God bless America. God bless you.